0: Eating some cheese? Or are you eating mm-hmm. chow mein? I can't tell. You're, you're literally just eating the shredded cheese from the container? Okay, that's fine. So is this like your cheese and wine, only this is like the sad version of cheese and wine? Well, um,
1: it's not wine. It's a uh, white Russian. Mm-hmm. Except the vodka, I had strawberry flavored. <laughs> Very eclectic. Interesting. Hey guys, welcome to season three of the show. Next week on January 16th, we will be talking about our 2023 TBRs and our goals for the next year. Then on January 30th, we will have a book review of Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Sue Lin Tan for your listening pleasure. If you love the show and want to support us, you can check out patreoncom podcast for a huge list of perks. We hope you'll consider supporting us if you can, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you for listening. Thank you. Speaking of thank yous, we want to send a huge thank you and shout out to our patrons, the Pirate Queen, Sam, Megan, and Leah. May your problems always be fictional. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to the Book Life Podcast
0: with your host, myself, Mo, my best friend, Abby. We are going through our 2022 recap. Uh, Thank you for bearing with us on our pause as I finish my final and Abby birthed a child. You know, all good things happening, Um, but we're ready to bring it back, so... Uh, I'm, I'm going to kick it off a little bit. So and just so you guys know, Abby and I definitely, we kind of went rogue. We didn't really collaborate on this. And then I sent her a message and I'm like, Hey, I did all these things. And she's like, uh, Oh, Oh, you, okay. Um, Hold on. <laughs> so I went over the top and she went under and we met in the middle, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Mo had like, She's got all these different categories of like five star books and whatnot. And I'm just like, I, I was just like, Hey, these are the books I liked this year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, my bad. Um, so just a reminder. So my last year's goal in 2021 was 50 books, but I read 60. So I thought, Hey, I'm going to set my goal for 60 books this year. Uh, Well, I'm currently at 53. I also started an MBA program, um, which has taken up a lot of my time. But that's probably why I'm not at 60 today. But good news is we're recording this on the 22nd. So I still have nine days and my vacation starts tomorrow. And I have eight books to finish. So in eight days, I should be able to finish eight books and reach my goal. So I'm feeling ambitious. How about you, Abby? What was your goal last year, your goal this year, and how are you doing so far?
1: Oh, what was my goal last year? Oh, that is a good question. i look it up on my phone because I know how to find it faster on my phone.
0: That's fine. See, like I said, Mo went rogue and she's like, look at all these things I did and we didn't really collaborate on this.
1: <laughs> no, no, we did not. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I read books last <clears throat> year.
0: i'm glad glad that you did
1: i'm glad i did too okay let's see that's just my year in books that's not helpful yeah past challenges here we go 2021 so in 2021 my goal was 70 books oh ambitious i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly i'm pretty sure i started at 50 and then i just like I met that goal and so I moved it up and then I met that goal and I moved it up and I ended up reading 99 books.
0: Jesus. You read 99 books last year?
1: Yeah, not this year, but last year in yeah. 2021, I read 99 books. So yeah, in 2021, I read 99 books. Um, yeah, I was just on a roll that year, apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were.
1: Um. Then this year, um uh my goal was 50 and I did not move it
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're like I did not get in as ambitious this year we're gonna calm down with that
1: no I kind of I knew that like this year I was like I hit 50 I am happy with myself anything extra is just awesome <laughs> um so this year my goal is 50 I actually read 68 books I Will definitely finish another one so 69 total before the end of the year. Um, possibly might hit 70. I don't know because right now I'm reading Winds of Fate by Mercedes Lackey as an audiobook, which I will definitely finish before the end mm-hmm. of the year. And I also started Spellslinger by Sebastian uh, de Castell, and that is a recommendation from Sarah, and she was right. Um, <laughs> I took my oldest, to his karate class last night and took that book along to start it. And I devoured the first 50 pages while I was there. So, uh, yeah, I might finish that before the end of the year.
0: I love it. Um, So the eight books I have on deck, I have Meet Me at the Museum by Ann Youngson, which is a uh, fiction novel kind of written in letters between two people, I had it started, uh, we'll see if it's captured my attention or not. Uh, station 11 by Emily St. John Mandel. I will finish that. I just haven't had time to sit down and physically read a book. Cause I've been wrapping presents. I've been listening. Mm-hmm. However, during present wrapping, um, snow crash by Neil Stevenson. And I'm almost halfway done with that book. It is a, it's like a 20 hour long book. And I mm-hmm. mostly am done with that. Cause I've been sitting down and wrapping presents. Um, Think Again by Adam Grant, which is a book I'm reading for work. Um, is also is a nonfiction. I'm gonna finish it by the end of the year. Fireheart by Vanessa Um Lingang. So that is a fantasy I have on my phone. So it's one of those traveling books that I pull out when I can't bring a physical book or can't listen to a book, and I'll just start reading an ebook. Uh, nurtured by love by Suzuki. Some post actually had finished that like uh, two months ago for the Suzuki program for the kids. <laughs> Halfway through, going to finish it. It's nonfiction. I struggle sometimes reading nonfiction. I might finish the Mortal World um word by Genevieve Cogman, which is a Invisible Library book. Uh, we'll see. Um, I started it. And I read like two or three chapters. Uh it's an ebook. And I haven't been in the mood to read ebooks, honestly. Um and I've been reading this book for like the last like nine, uh, eighteen months called Radical Candor by Kim Scott. And it's kind of like a nonfiction book for work. And because I'm reading Think Again, I'm not reading Radical Candor, and I actually don't think I'm going to finish Radical Candor. I'll probably start like a different audiobook, and I'll just read one of those instead um, this next week. So I can almost guarantee I'm going to say I'll be reading Radical Candor next year too.
1: <laughs> I've actually so <laughs> I started reading Imprudence by D- Gail Carriger in July. Uh huh. I'm at forty six percent
0: uh that's okay i have your cop your first like your copy of that book from like that's like i love gail Caminger books but i think is it imprudence or prudence is the first one yeah prudence i mean the first one i've read like three chapters of it i think i've had it for at least uh i mean i'll give it back to you eventually okay
1: right along with uh that other book that's the first of the duology oh what is it uh blood of the stars duology
0: so oh, those yeah i know i i i, I I'll, re- I'll i'll just put on my list for next year i'll get to it okay i'll get to it <laughs> okay um yeah so my so let's talk about our tbr list so like my tbr list i put 81 books um that i wanted to read this year and i did read 36 of those 81 books off my tbr list um oh a lot of the books I didn't read are like books I don't actually own. So, like, I was trying to pick books I owned essentially from my physical book pile or my ebook pile or my audiobook pile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, one of the books that actually was on my TBR list was the third Evan Winters book, which, so really, I could only select it 80 of those books because uh, one of them was not available to read. And then out of the books I've read, of those 53, 17 books, uh, I went rogue on um, and did not follow the list. What about you?
1: Well, I had 39 books total on my TBR. Of those 39, I read 30.
0: Good job. That That's a much better ratio than mine. But I also put a crap ton of books on there I wanted to read.
1: <laughs> if I fit, when I finish the Mercedes Lackey book, um, that will make... 31 out of the 39 that I've finished so that'll be nice I was supposed to do a reread of A Man Called Uwe and I read Brit Marie Was Here because I wanted to read a Frederick Bachman book and Mm -hmm. I definitely couldn't handle both (laughs) I couldn't handle both in the same year that just it wasn't gonna happen no no I DNF'd three of the books three of the 39 and that was just because Two of them were part of a trilogy, the Binti trilogy, and I read Binti, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about Binti later, but I just couldn't get make myself read the next one. So I just DNF'd the other two, because I know they're novellas, so they're short, but I just, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, and then let's see. So I read 38 books that were not on my TBR total. So 38 of the books of the 68 that I read were not on my TBR at all. But I don't feel bad because I got a lot of my TBR read.
0: Yeah, you did. You definitely slayed that. Um, I did also DNF one book. I DNFed um, Stalking Jack the Ripper by Carrie, mm, whatever her last name starts with an M. I butcher if I try to say it. Uh, And that was a book that was on my books I wanted to read for like on my TBR list. And I thought it'd be really interesting as a young adult book. Um, And I got um, book club to pick it and book club, only one person read it. And she was like, guys, just just don't read it. This is trash. And I was like, oh, and she was right. Like I was reading through it. I'm like, "Mm, we're going to put that into a little library. Okay, thanks.
1: Yeah, I, (laughs) I was there for that meeting where it got picked. And I also DNF'd it.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where if, um, I don't usually DNF books because I usually, like, I, I for me, one of the books on my still reading list is Meet Me at the Museum. And I was promised that it gets better and everyone loved it. And I'm like, good, because right now it's kind of pissing me off. So I think they're like, yeah, you seem need to get through the first few things. And that happens occasionally because I definitely had to find a few other books like that too. Also, you know, well, we'll talk about this later. Okay. Um, so I had five. Um, oh wow. I had 28 five-star books this year that I rated, um, 16 four-star books, and nine three-star books. I actually probably need to go through my uh, rating system because I'm sure I probably overrated some of those books <laughs> and underrated some.
1: Yeah, so I had 29 five-star reads. Um, I had 15 that were somewhere between four and five because I was looking at my story graph. So um, I'm ta- I had 15 reads that were like, 4.25 or all the way up to 4.75 so they weren't either one. I had 13 four-star reads and then I had 11 out of the 68 that were 3.75 or less. And most of those are like 3 or like 3.5.
0: Mm-hmm. that's not bad at all. Yeah. I mean like cuz I also Yeah.
1: I don't hesitate <laughs> to like I'm not enjoying this book. I'm going to put it down and walk away.
0: I mean, I do that. Yeah, well, sometimes I don't want to DNF. Like, I don't want to DNF in the museum yet. Um, Like, I DNF stalking Jack the Ripper when I got, like, 30% of the way through and I still didn't like it.
1: See, and that's what... That's my issue with imprudence right now. Because I'm like, I don't want to DNF it. But I'm not in the mood to read it.
0: Yeah, well,
1: that's (laughs) what I did. I haven't been.
0: That's what I did with prudence. So, I mean, whatever. But, I mean, I feel bad because I love Gail Carringer. I love the Finishing School series, and I love the other series, but I don't think I like Prue.
1: Yeah. I've, Prue just doesn't have the same spark as her predecessors, and I feel like this series is probably the most lackluster of her books that I've read. And and you know what? And that's I, what... I don't want to, like, I love her. I, I love her stuff, so I don't want to, like, say that about her, but it's
0: true. Oh, I know. Did you open your book today? Not yet. Okay, okay. I'm wondering what's left. I actually don't know what's left. Um, I know it's all hardbacks at this point, because now you're in the hardback section. of. Obviously, I made a nice, cute, like, little trade paperbacks to mass paperbacks to thick-ass paperback, then to hardbacks. So...
1: I appreciate all yeah. the analytical thought that went into the advent calendar you made for I am, me.
0: I am so, it's so me, is the problem. From <laughs> smallest to biggest.
1: Day one to day 25, yeah.
0: With with bookmarks and special <laughs> little, I think you're, um, did you find all three prints already?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and you found all three bookmarks, okay. Um, there is going to be other stuff inside of these hardbacks, so. Okay. Different stuff. And one of the hardbacks I got you, I definitely might've kept, uh, the push, the pins. So love you. Sorry. I kept the pens.
1: It happens. It's okay. <laughs> no, I
0: was like, this is your sacrifice for me buying you this book. Um, anyway, you can, um, uh, uh, anyway, so <laughs> for me, like my top five books, like these were all five stars, hands down. I don't think they're in any particular order per se, but they are the ones I love the most. Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Oh, my God. Love that book. I love the audio so much of that book. I love Rocky. They even 3D printed me a Rocky. Okay.
1: Oh, my goodness. Did he?
0: Yeah, I was going to give you one of them, but the one that I was going to give you didn't quite. Uh make it. So um I also loved the conclusion of the Alex Vera series risen by Benedict Jacka. This is book 12. It was a perfect ending. He's going to write a novela also with some other things where he's like, I need to wrap up a few more loose ends. I'm like, ah. um, I love that whole series. I need to own that entire series on audiobook. I only own like partially of it because I got most of it from the library. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those that I just truly love. Little Thieves by mar margaret owen oh my goodness gracious i adored that book um so much and i think my favorite parts of that book is the fact that she has like her own artwork in there
1: mm-hmm.
0: um the long way to a small and angry planet by becky chambers i mean it's a cozy sci-fi oh i love it so much and then of course the golden enclaves by naomi Novik. so th- those are my top five books of the year what about you abby
1: I agree with a lot of your picks. I read the second of The Wayfarers, which is Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. I read the second one of that series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excellent. I gave that one five stars as well.
0: Mm -hmm. How could you not?
1: And Little Thieves was also amazing. But neither of those made my list. That's okay. Mine are in no particular order either. I agree. Project Hail Mary is on my list. That one was just fantastic. I loved it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) that was a character driven story for sure
0: yeah oh i mean that's my favorite kind of story
1: yeah you just if you don't love the characters you won't love the story right um also okay this is technically three books but paradox trilogy by rachel bach Uh
0: uh-huh i'm gonna i'm gonna read the final one next year
1: i loved it so much guys I read the first two back-to-back, which is something I like. I never do with series. I never read them back-to-back like that. And I loved it so much that I put off reading the third one because I didn't want it to end. I literally waited like seven or eight months before I read the third one because I just didn't want it to end.
0: I love that, though.
1: It was so good. I loved all three of them so much. <sighs> the next one on my list is The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie... McKessie I think is how you say his name Mm -hmm. this book made me cry I cried like every other page oh my god and I mean that in a good way like it was hitting home for me because it's like it's not a comic book it's not technically a graphic novel I don't think it's just these gorgeous pictures every page and like a sentence or two or a little bit of dialogue And it's the pictures that are really telling the story. And the words are just like, they're like a hammer to the gut.
0: They're like, would you like to feel some emotions? Because we're going to bring them to you today.
1: If you would like a good cry, if you would like to feel some emotions, read the book.
0: (laughs) Um, I know. That's partially why I've not read that book yet. I know. I haven't felt like feeling all of the emotions. I'm like, meow, no, 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 says no.
1: I know. I... I loved this book so much. I went out and got like three more copies and handed them off to people who I want to read the book. Mo being one of them. (laughs)
0: You're like, I love you. Please come cry with me.
1: (laughs) Basically. I'm like, this book impacted me so much. I need you to have a copy and I need you to read it.
0: Oh wait. Maybe it's I love you. I want you to suffer with me. That's what it is. Actually.
1: Always. That's always what a good book does. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, that is just an absolutely beautiful book. I can't recommend it enough. I oh, It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Then The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill.
0: Oh, oh Maybe I'll pick that one up over oh, break.
1: This one, this book made me so happy. It's, it's what they call a cozy fantasy. And I just I want to read it again. It's one of those books that you're just like, I know I just read it, but I want to read it again. This book made me happy to the core of my soul. It's just, it's beautiful. (laughs) I loved it. And it's a middle grade.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that, though.
1: I know. I was like, I didn't, middle grades don't normally affect me quite this much, but it was beautiful. And I loved it. And then (laughs) Network Effect by Martha Wells, which is the fifth of the Murderbot series. It's like the only full-length novel in the series. But it made me so ridiculously happy. It really did.
0: I think that's what I'm going to read next year because I haven't read that one yet. Oh my
1: gosh, you will love it so much.
0: Yeah, that's on my next year's read list because I read the two right before it this Mm -hmm. year.
1: Like not all of the novellas have been like five stars for me. I agree. This book just blew all of the previous ones out of the water. It was, I loved it so much. It had everything that I wanted to see in a mur- robot.
0: Mm, perfect well i like that yeah i do want to mm. read the girl who drank the moon is actually next to my bed and i really want to read network effect too but i think network effect is going to be one of those i'm going to read next year i'm like i'm going to bust it out between now and the holiday season
1: yeah i can't recommend those two enough you definitely should read them and i just want to give a shout out to soul taken by patricia briggs uh, which is oh yeah the newest. Mercy Thompson. I just loved it. And also Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Sulin Tan. Mm-hmm. See, I told
0: you. I told you.
1: This one wasn't quite a five-star for me. But it was good. It, it was like a 4.75. Like, it was almost a five-star for me. But it was so good. And, like, the writing wasn't, like, beautifully captivating in the way that, um... Elizabeth Lim is for me, mm-hmm. but the story was amazing, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. and I loved it so much that I wanted to start the second book of the duology, and Mo told me that I couldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, we're not going to read that till next year.
1: Fine, it's probably gonna be my first read of next year, though. We'll read together. We'll read together. Fine,
0: that's fine. We'll we'll, we'll work on it next year. Um, all right, guys. So this is where we're gonna take a quick little break. And when we come back, I'm gonna talk about what was not on my TBR list that I did read. Um, just to kind of give you guys because if you guys want to know like the books that I did read that were on my TBR, you can go like listen to the episode from last year. We're gonna talk about the books that didn't quite make it on my TBR, but I did end up reading and why I read them. We'll see you guys in a second. Talk
1: to you in a minute, guys.
0: I'm Kayla and I'm Haley and we host the podcast we majored in English for this. It's a weekly show on YA fiction and tomfoolery. Join us each week as we rant, rave and recap
1: your favorite young adult fiction books.
0: You can find us on all your favorite streaming
1: platforms. And now back to your show all right welcome back let's start with the books that disappointed us the most to share or the ones we didn't like the most
0: oh jesus christ okay i forgot about those oh goodness gracious yeah i see i tried to skip that because apparently i didn't want to talk about those books at all i
1: think they need to at least be mentioned because i i need to talk about Penti.
0: Okay, uh, I'm gonna kick it off. So, House of Salt and Sorrow Sorrows by Aaron A. Craig was not one I would recommend to anyone. It so I got this was read by one of my friends, and I'm like, Oh, that sounds interesting. Um, and it was a fairy tale retelling, which I love. I'm like, Oh, okay. And then like I read it and I was like, what the hell is going on in this book? And maybe it's because I did the audiobook. Um, but I don't usually speed up my books unless they're like the narrator super slow, then I'll speed it up. Um, or I'll speed up books that I don't enjoy. And this is the one I got sped up because I didn't enjoy it just so I could bear through it. Cause I'm like, surely it gets better. Surely it gets better and got to the end straight, straight three-star for me. Um, unfortunately not every author can have a hit. And for me, the last day of Mary Good Crow by Aaron, Rachel Aaron was low on my list this year of books I loved. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know what didn't do it for me this year or not but it it, it just wasn't my favorite, unfortunately. Um, Vicious by V.E. Swab. So I listened to that as an audiobook and I buddy read it with my, well, with our friend, Kim, Um, not my friend, but our friend, Kim. And I don't know. um, I like V.E. Swab in general, but I didn't like this book. It was a, it kind of jumped between like, past life and future life and it was co- like you know how you jump between the past and like the not past and the concept was kind of cool because like these two college students figure out how to create people into superheroes and then i didn't like it so yeah why are you laughing at me
1: the past and the not past
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know the past and the future is fine i didn't do a good job the past and present <laughs> Is fine. okay. I've been um, talking the
1: same way. You're fine.
0: The Atlas Six by um, Olivia Blake. I'm pissed at this book, guys. It was a two-star for 75% of the book. Oh, yeah. I didn't like it. And then it redeemed itself in the last 25% and put itself into a four-star. I'm like, you? I hate books like that. I hate books that I'm like, well, I'm not going to read the sequel. I don't want to know what happens. Your face. i, I, I didn't know what happens now now i have to read the stupid other book and i buddy read this one with kim as well and i'm like does this book get better she's like just finish it i'm like okay and i'm like does it really should i finish it she's like just finish the damn
1: book mo and i'm like okay
0: and then i finished it i was like it was one i was so pissed that the end was so good
1: books like that are the worst honestly that's why i've taken to damn thing mm. because i'm just like no, I don't want you to redeem yourself. If I don't like you so much, if I dislike you so much that I want to quit, I'm going to quit so you don't get the chance to redeem yourself.
0: I, I think the problem is, is that every single character was an awful human being in this mm-hmm. book, except for like two of them were mm-hmm. okay. Maybe one. I don't know, but... Rude. It was. Um, so we... Told ourselves, "Hey, we're gonna reread the Pendragon series, (laughs) and then we reread *Immersion of Death* by G.J. McHale." And I'm like, (laughs) "Abby, I hate this book." (laughs) And I'm like, "How the crap that I love this book enough to read the entire series?"
1: I'm telling you, the only reason that I read that series is because I accidentally started on book three, and book three is amazing.
0: I know. Maybe we'll read book two next year. I don't know. But I was like reading through it and I'm like, ooh, Bobby. Ooh, Bobby. Ugh, I thought we just, if we're
1: going to do that next year, we start with book three. It's my favorite.
0: Yeah, but I thought book, book two is where they go with the, um, the, the, in the air, boom, you know what I mean? What's it called? Yeah, no, that's book the three. The thing. Oh, what's book two?
1: Book two is that water world.
0: Oh, I did like that one too, though.
1: The sharks. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, but I like, um... The person there. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to bug me.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what his name was.
0: I know. Anyway, that's what I had. Um, Those are my bottom five and why. What about you?
1: All right, so I'm calling these my most disappointing reads. Mm-hmm. Dorothy Must Die.
0: Oh, I forgot about that book.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had
1: such high hopes because I'm like, oh, it's Wizard of Oz retelling and I thought it'd be like um, really cool. I know, like Dorothy's the bad guy now. That's pretty cool. I want to know what happened. But it was so it was so predictable and uninteresting. Mm-hmm. And I hate having to say that. But I was bored out of my mind. And literally the only reason I finished was because you insisted that I finish sorry i would have dnf'd it otherwise
0: you should you should have just dnf'd it you should not listen to me you don't have to listen to me
1: yes i do you have really good ideas most of the time
0: yeah most of the time that some ideas are not good and that's okay
1: <laughs> so yeah that one was incredibly disappointing and that's another book that was like really crappy through most of it for me, and then, like, the end was really good. And I was so pissed that the end was good that I went, no, you will not trick me into reading the next one. <laughs> Hell no.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: I don't care. I'm going to pretend everybody died.
0: Dorothy must die. That's right.
1: Um, My next one was the Blaze Wrath Games. And, okay, the premise for this book sounded so fun. I don't even know what the that premise, one is. The premise is dragons in the olympics okay right like the premise is dragons mixed with the olympic games and i was like hell yeah that sounds awesome give me all the dragons but it's a ya so they had to turn it into we're gonna save the world oh and i was like why why did this have to be such high stakes save the world bs nobody wanted that i wanted dragons in the olympics that's why i read this book." Yeah. And I just like, I don't even remember how the book ended. I don't remember how things resolved. I don't even know if there's a sequel. There probably is a sequel. I don't know. Yeah, it says book one. Okay, so I don't care enough to read the rest. I don't remember how it ended because I was so annoyed that it wasn't nearly as much dragons in the Olympics as I expected. The cover is even pretty. I know, it's a gorgeous cover, isn't it? Mm It's got all this gorgeous like pink with the blue and oh, it's such a pretty cover and I'm so annoyed that it wasn't as advertised. I still don't think I would have like really enjoyed it if I had been given the full premise or really knew. But mm, mm. so that disappointed me. Other people might enjoy it. I did not. All right. I'm going to talk about Binti.
0: Okay. I still haven't read that one.
1: (laughs) Okay. I loved the premise of this. I was very excited for it. My problem is, because it's a short story, I didn't feel like I was given enough time to connect with a single character, including the main character. Okay. And that... It pulled me out of the story. It made it really hard to even get through the the shortness of this novella. Mm -hmm. And that just that absolutely killed me because the premise is so cool and if it had been a full-length novel I would have been like 100% invested because the beginning okay the beginning was good I enjoyed the beginning then she gets on the ship and within like a page or two she's glossing over I met all these people I became friends with them and then they all died and I'm like excuse me oh great so there's like, there's zero emotional impact for all that because you don't actually meet the other people. Mm-hmm. You don't get to know them at all. There's like, and so she's upset about like the main character's upset about it, but it's also like, there's the, I, you didn't let me be upset no, you, with you. You have no emotional
0: attachment. So you're like, no.
1: Yeah. I couldn't be upset with you. And so I was just like, I felt emotionally adrift for the rest of it. Because there was nothing to anchor me. And I was, I was so annoyed. I'm like, if this had been a full-length novel and it had given me a t- time to actually grow attached to even one of these characters, I feel like I would have been more invested in the book and actually wanted to continue. And I even waited several months before I tried to do read the second one. And I got a couple pages in and went, no, I can't do it
0: hmm that's really interesting because this is a very hugely rated book it's a hugo award winner a nebula award winner but that just shows that one not everything that's popular and wins awards is the best novel in the world or it's going to tickle your fancy
1: mm-hmm. well like i said i loved the premise i loved the technology i loved the main character's powers i was really interested and I just wasn't given anything to connect with, and that's what killed it for me. Mm-hmm. So, and again, obviously, a lot of people loved it, and I hate that I'm not one of them. I know.
0: Well, it happens to the best of us, right?
1: Yeah. All right, my next one is huh, Cytonic by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, wasn't
0: that like a sequel to something?
1: It's the third book in the series.
0: Yeah, because I think I have like one of like the first book on my TBR that I haven't done yet.
1: The first book is Skyward. I adored Skyward. It was amazing. It was five stars. I was super invested and I wanted more.
0: Oh, that's sad that this went all the way down.
1: The second book had a completely different feel to it. A completely different like the first story is an underdog story. The second book turns into like this infiltrating spy book and I was like this is odd this is not where I expected this to go but I can get behind this this is interesting and it was really good and I got into it and I enjoyed it and you know Brandon Sanderson left both books on like these huge cliffhangers that made me go I need the next one
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: this third book felt like somebody had hit it over the head and sent it to wander It just it meandered. It wandered. It just, it had so little direction, because again, like there was a complete tonal shift in what the story was. Yeah. And it just, it felt like it was wandering for the most part, and it huh. was again one of those books that was like, I'm not sure I even want to finish this. What I, I'm so bored. And then, like, the last 25% picked up and you got left on another giant cliffhanger. And I wouldn't know. I don't agree. Huh. I just... It's weird. I know. I'm very frustrated by it. And it's one of those, like, so much of it annoyed me so long throughout the book that I'm not sure I even want to bother touching the next one. Because what kind of tonal shift is going to happen in that one? Because literally every one of these three books has a completely different tone. It's a completely different kind of story. And it's just... Yeah, because the first one is like this underdog story where she's learning to be a pilot. And like trying to, um, I don't know, resurrect her father's good name. Because he died and everybody thought he was a traitor. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's I like underdog stories, yeah. And then the second book, like I said, is this, like, infiltrating spy thing going on with lots of, like, politics and whatnot. And, like, that was interesting. I got into it, but it was, like, a completely different tone than the first one. Huh. Yeah, so I don't, I can't decide if I even want to touch the fourth one, honestly. I'm scared. Huh. Maybe the fourth one brings it all
0: together.
1: I don't know. Brandon Sanderson is shaking my trust. He had very little of it to begin with anyways. Huh. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then the last ones that disappointed me were Prodigy and Champion by Marie Lou. You did not give me those
0: books, right? No. Okay.
1: So I read Legend this year because it's one of those by Marie Lou that's like hyped up. Mm-hmm. and i'm like i kind of like marie lou's stuff
0: legend I, I mean sometimes it's really good like Warcross. oh hell of freaking awesome and then that stupid second ass book needs to go to hell
1: uh so marie lou seems to have this thing where the first book she writes is absolutely amazing like Warcross was amazing legend was amazing And then the second book in the Warcross was just not great. (laughs) Um. So Prodigy comes after Legend. It's Legend. Fantastic. Prodigy I read and I was like, pretty good. I enjoyed it. We'll we'll push through. It's fine. There were some things that was just like, cringe, but whatever. Started reading Champion. I was just like, nope, you are getting DNF'd. (laughs) I think I got like maybe halfway and I just couldn't make myself do it anymore because it was it was so cliche there were so many of the cliches coming in that I don't like especially the not talking to your significant other in order to protect them and then leaving you know that cliche mm-hmm yeah yeah that one happened the whole I have to protect her so I'm leaving without telling her why
0: hmm I see
1: screw you too goodbye so d-
0: did you read steel striker because i have sky hunter on my tbr should we like be worried about because you told me sky hunter was awesome
1: i started that one i was really invested and then i completely lost interest so i didn't finish it (laughs) i just stuck it back on my shelf was like "Eh, maybe another time Mm. so i mean i'm still willing to give that one another chance but i don't know i don't know
0: like she suffers from like sophomore like syndrome or something
1: because mm-hmm. like I'm reading
0: about Steel Striker and everyone's like first book was amazing and then like this book sucked and I'm like oh good oh good
1: I feel like that's just how she writes and I hate to say that but like the first one the first book is always amazing the way she writes and then the further in she gets the worse it gets
0: I don't like that okay
1: so yeah Um. so
0: I just want to talk about um, the books on my TBR list that, well, that I read that I went rogue on and so, um, the TBR that, okay. So books that I kind of went rogue on, um, a lot of this was f- like pretty much like book club books. So one was called the Maid by, um, meta, uh, um, pros. That was pretty good. That was a three-star one, a nice fiction Who It mystery, you know, kind of fun easy to read got it from the library um fairy tale by Stephen King uh this was like a sleeper hit oh my goodness gracious I loved it it was like a really long 24hour audiobook mm-hmm. uh but it was like young adult fantasy written by Stephen King so like none of like none of the big sometimes so when Stephen King writes he's kind of like a cursor sometimes he ov- overly sexualizes stuff mm, not my favorite thing in the world uh because I read like three books by him this year but fairy King. Loved it. Uh, would highly recommend. Um, you guys read that one, The Thursday Murder Club by Richmond or Richard Osman. Uh, hilarious book. Um, Richard Osmond is actually a a comedian, and yeah, loved it would recommend it. Nice, cozy read, essentially. I mean, with murder. Cozy read with murder. is fine. Old people.
1: It's a cozy murder. Yeah, cozy murder
0: read. Um, Once Upon a Wardrobe by Patty Callahan. uh, All about C.S. Lewis. I didn't love this book. It was fine. It was kind of a throwaway one for me. Also read um, with book club The Rose Code um, by Kate Quinn. Uh, Great historical fiction. Very, uh, mm, that book made me angry at one point. There was a point in that book where I got very angry about the characters. Abby, you read this one too, didn't you?
1: Nope. Mm,
0: Yeah, something (laughs) to the main characters I was very angry about it. But that's okay. Um, What else did I read? That was, oh, I joined an online book club. And I read a few books with them. One of them was King of Battle and Blood by Scarlett St. Clair. This was like... I'm not a spicy reader, like at all. Like I try to avoid anything that might have like romance spice in it because it's not my favorite thing in the world. Mm -hmm. This was a really good book, even with the spice. And it was like uh, about this country ruled by vampires. And yeah, like I was like, okay, well, that was actually really awesome. So cool um only a monster by vanessa lynn i made you read that one didn't i
1: you told me to and i did not
0: it's fine great ya book um fun premise uh i do want to read the second one and what else did i read oh mary jane um another fiction pretty good set in the 70s and i mean it was pretty good if you're going to like pick between like Thursday murder club and the maid and Mary Jane, I would tell you, read the Thursday murder club, essentially. So those were like my book club reads I read. And then I went rogue on a few things like daughter of the moon goddess. I was supposed to read that next year. I read it this year. That's fine. Um, what else? Oh, can't spell treason without tea by Rebecca Thorne. This is an independent author I found on TikTok, and it's like cozy fantasy. And I'm like, Oh, treason tea bookshop. Great. Bought it. Loved it. Um, bought it for my mentee and sent it to her for Christmas and said, you'll love this book too. Would Yeah. So it's like up there it's supposed to be like, you know, how legends and lattes is like the mm-hmm. new cozy fantasy, like prodigy child. This is like right there with it. So yeah. Um, and then it's had some like random other crap that I read, but yeah, that's what I had randomly that snuck onto my TBR list, mostly stuff from book club.
1: Um, well, let's see. I read the first eight Fullmetal Alchemist um, manga. I also read the first six Sailor Moon.
0: And I gotta be real. Like, the the Sailor Moon for me is best all the way through the first arc of the story when you don't know um, Serena is the Moon Princess, and then you learn about the history, and then you have the big battle with the main villains right there. I forgot their names. That right there, that's all you need to read. Screw the rest of it. Once um, Sailor Moon Chibi, Chibi Sailor Moon gets into the mix, I'm like, oh, you're so obnoxious.
1: Yeah, I put up with her through the sixth book, and then I tried to read the seventh, and I'm like, I can't do this. I hate her. She's there's too much focus on her. I can't. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. That was mm, no.
0: Nope. Mm-hmm. I mm, I mm, I know.
1: So I have the rest of the series. I just have not read it because mm, Nope. I read the second book of the Carls, which is a beautifully foolish endeavor. That was very oh, good. That was a good book. That uh,
0: honestly, I I liked that book over the first one.
1: Yes, the second one was definitely better. I was impressed. It, isn't that weird? It's very weird. I
0: know, because I really hated April in the first book, and I kept texting Kim, what the hell is this? Why am I reading this? April sucks, and she's like...
1: April's terrible. We read it for everybody else. I
0: know. <laughs> oh my God, I loved, I loved the second book.
1: I also read uh, Once Upon a Wardrobe. I thought it was really good. I cried at one point, and for me, that means the book was good. I'm heartless. Sorry. You are. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I read Firefly, the Ghost Machine. Um, was not impressed. I really like most of the Firefly novels. That one in particular did not impress me at all. Did not like. Oh, um, I read The Calculating Stars.
0: Oh, I wanna read that one.
1: It's really good. Good. It's sci-fi. Yeah. Um, and it's basically like if an asteroid came and destroyed Washington. Um, and women rule the earth. Yes, but in like, but in like the 1950s.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, it's it's really good. I was very impressed. Um, let's see. I don't think Star Daughter. Mm, was Star Daughter on my TBR. I don't. Yes, it was. Okay. Anyway.
0: Oh, that's what I wanted to read this year. Oh well.
1: Star Daughter was good. Okay. <laughs> read a Discovery of Witches. Eh yeah yeah no offense to those who liked it but eh. (laughs) and yeah just like avatar the last airbender graphic novels uh firefly graphic novel yeah that's mostly what i read
0: i love it well guys that was our 2022 wrap up hope you enjoy what the books we read and the books we talked about if you have any questions or want to let us know what you have shared let us know and oh by the way guys i'm now on tiktok so if you want to go watch me unwrap presents go have fun because guess what the presents are books so therefore it's awesome
1: all right guys i think that about does it we will see you um next time with
0: our 2023 books we're gonna read i promise abby i will solidify my list this week
1: We'll talk to you in a couple weeks, guys. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you heard today and want to help us spread the book love, drop us a rating or review on the app you use. Or share the episode post on your preferred social media. Everything helps. You can also check out our Patreon for some awesome perks, like access to our mini series, a monthly guaranteed episode poll, and much more. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name The Book Life Podcast. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can email us at thebooklifepodcast at gmail.com. The song is Theme for an Unmade Anime by C.A. Benoit from their album Dominique. You can find them on Instagram at C underscore A underscore B-E-N-O-I-T. That's C-A Benoit. And on Spotify under their name, Katie Benoit. Thanks for listening. Till next time.